devotional podcast ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truths to consider every day, Monday through Friday. Today we'll consider Romans 12, verse 12. I love the way Paul blends the simplicity of language with the triad of profound truth found in this verse that only has 11 words. Romans 12, 12 says this, Rejoice in hope. Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Eleven powerful words that are far more than just a nice suggestion or good advice. This is God's spoken word to us through the pen of Paul. These eleven words are effectively describing a lifestyle to embrace and are found in the context of other verses describing the identifying marks of a true Christian. Let's look at this verse through that lens and consider the impact embracing this lifestyle might have on each of us. First, rejoice in hope. The context of Romans 12.12 confirms that Paul is referring to rejoicing in hope that comes from a deep realization of who God is and what he's done for all of us. In other words, rejoicing is the response, the appropriate response of those who have an unshakable confidence that God is always faithful to keep His promises, that He is our personal Creator, Deliverer, and Savior. It's a response to the deep love God has shown to our undeserving souls. This is hope that is sure and certain, not a watered-down hope that's more like wishful thinking. This is what happens naturally when we just can't not talk about how amazing God is. It's certainly not mechanical or forced. Instead, this is the kind of rejoicing that's motivated by love, not duty. And it smells a lot like the sweet aroma of someone who has spent time with Jesus. Secondly, verse 12 says to be patient in tribulation. I love the transparency of Paul. He doesn't tiptoe around the fact that Christians will face difficulties. But it's our attitude in the midst of the trouble that should stand in stark contrast to the rest of the world. This attitude of being patient in the tribulation might at first sound passive, but I believe it's actually a very active role. Not actively looking for a way to escape, but actively engaged with God adjusting, adjusting to his timetable, and looking for the lessons he has for us to learn in the difficulties we face. Just consider the number of examples we have in Scripture, and quite possibly from your own past, of the valuable lessons learned during a difficult season of life. Many of us can give personal testimony that those were the times when our faith grew the most, and it was during those times we learned that God can be trusted. There are valuable lessons to be learned from staying teachable and actively looking for the lessons God wants us to learn during the difficult moments of life. Adopting this attitude as a lifestyle can be a game changer as we learn to stay teachable, patiently accepting God's timetable, and actively drawing closer to Him when troubling times come. The progression of instruction in the verse is very interesting. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and finally, be constant in prayer. 
It's as if Paul is saying there will be moments when the proper response will be to rejoice because of the hope we have in Christ. And there will be moments of trouble when we need to remember to patiently wait on God. But it will always be appropriate to pray. The tone seems to be one of perseverance. Keep on praying. It's been said that prayer is our declaration of dependence on God. If we accept that to be the case, then Paul seems to be telling us to maintain an attitude of relying on God, trusting Him, and depending on Him no matter what we face, be it good times or bad. Be constant in prayer, depending on God every step of the way. The prayer may be one of praise and rejoicing or one of lament, but in both cases, the attitude is one of dependence on God, demonstrated by the very act of turning to Him in prayer. I recently heard someone ask veteran pastor Alistair Begg what he would do differently if he could change anything from his past years of ministry. It was a memorable response, and without a hint of hesitation, he said, I would have prayed more. Isn't that a wonderful piece of advice? Let it be said of all of us that we came to a moment when we realized that same advice, we should pray more, and then we did it. Just think of the time spent in worthless fretting and manipulating that could have been spent in prayer, depending on God instead of our own devices. I think that's what Paul has in mind here when he says to be constant in prayer. If you come to a moment when you just don't know what to pray, don't be afraid of turning to written prayers. Our Bibles are full of them. Turn Scripture into prayer, and you'll be amazed how God's peace will permeate the situation in ways you would have never thought possible. So is it really possible to adopt Romans 12.12 as a lifestyle? The fact that Christianity is alive today confirms that this is definitely possible. Consider the handful of people who made up the first followers of Christ. Consider the primitive conditions and persecution they endured. And yet, the body of Christ is still very much alive. Let's rejoice in that same hope. Let's be patient in whatever tribulation we may face. And through it all, let's be constant in prayer. Let's pray. Lord, I'm so thankful for the certainty of hope I have because of you. I thank you that you can be trusted no matter what the future may hold. Thank you for the great privilege of prayer. May we be known as people who genuinely embrace a lifestyle of dependence on you every moment of every day. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us again today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may. Embrace a lifestyle consistent with God's truth.